Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, welcome the championship edition of Zach and the Nose. Merry Christmas. Happy almost New Year to everyone out there. And happy championship week. Or you already won the championship. One of the two. That's what's going on right now. I'm in the championship of my guillotine league. I got knocked out of the semifinals. And we'll talk about that later. But if you're in the championship, if you're in the consolation game playing for some money still which i am in one of my leagues yeah i'm not gonna win the championship but i'm trying to get some dough i'm trying to win some cash this weekend then welcome because this is the final edition of zach and the nose for this calendar year and this nfl season right now we always welcome all of you to the show and thank you for all your support including and i want to say this now and i'll say it a couple times tropical chevrolet our amazing, amazing sponsors over there, Danny, the GM, the King and Queen, Ari and Erica. We would not be doing this show without you. We thank you every single week. But now that we have that out of the way, and of course, sure, they would want me to get started anyway, it's time to get started with the show. And we can't do the show without my partner in crime. He is The Nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nose, we have made it. The final episode of Zach and the Nose for 2021. It is the final countdown. Championship week. Only two survive right now. But after this week, there will only be one. And I hope it's you guys. And I hope it's our boy Danny from Tropical. We helped him get into the finals. He's going into the Super Bowl. So shout out to you, Danny, for making it. And for everybody out there listening, I hope you've enjoyed the show. This is our finale of 19 weeks Uh, We are very excited that you are with us tonight, and we are here to get you to be the the Super Bowl champion of your fantasy league. That's right. It's been an amazing ride, Zach, but as we always say on this show, we finish strong. So let's go after it, baby. Yeah, that's it. That's all you have to do at this point. You got one last waiver wire. You got one last weekend of fantasy football to play, unless you're in my guillotine league and the place through week 18. But otherwise, in normal leagues, it's all or nothing this weekend. So This is it. Do it. This, this is, is championship this week. Is the, this is money week. We like to call this money week because you're either going to be happy you won a bunch of money this weekend or upset you got the second place bag or, in my case, hoping for the third place bag just to break even on your fantasy season. That's where you are right now. We have a full slate of games this weekend. No Thursday night game because we're towards the end of the season. 
You don't get a Thursday, but you get, I think it's eight one o'clockers, a couple of four o'clockers, a Sunday night and a Monday night game, including something interesting that we'll talk about during observations on Monday night, Cleveland at Pittsburgh, the last game for a certain quarterback at Heinz Field. Me and those were just talking about that before. We will get into that. Minnesota at Green Bay is your Sunday night game. And then you have, like I said, a full slate of games. You'll know Monday by mm, 12.05, 12.15 if you won or lost your championship. But this is what we're here for. This is exciting. This is the week we've all been waiting for since the pre-draft episodes of Zach and the Nose when Nose told you how to draft, the strategy to use. And if you did it, you're probably looking forward to tonight's show because you have questions that you want answered. And like we do every week also, the text machine wide open for you tonight. 305 567 0560. If you got text, we will answer all of them tonight. Knows we always go into the next week uh, at a certain point, but let's start off with some things that happened last week to get you to the finals, to win your championship, whatever it was last week for your team. We always talk about a couple guys that blew up the week before. Knows bring up a couple guys that are going to be the guys we remember. It's going to be the Jeff Wilsons, the guys like that for knows that he always brings up that won him a championship. Those kind of guys are the guys we're talking about right now. Knows it's all yours. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to really forget about the big performance and the big performance of the weekend, my friends. Joe Burrow. Wow. 525. I'm going to repeat that again. 525 yards. Whatever that sound is, he was that. Okay. Four four touchdowns. 46 to 50 fantasy points in the semifinals of your league. So again, if you started Joe Burrow, there was no better feeling in the world. But let me tell you, if you were going against Joe Burrow, there's no worse feeling in the world. What a performance by Joe Burrow. Dak Prescott deserves a mention. 330 yards and four touchdowns, and the dude got benched in the second half. Benched because it was a blowout. So what a performance. Dak had a very up-and-down season, started really hot. Then he completely plateaued. But talking about finishing strong, Dak Prescott with a huge game, about 33 to 35 fantasy points. And then the man, the number one quarterback, Josh Allen, 314 yards, Three touchdowns. Let's add 64 yards on the ground. Another huge performance by him. So between those three quarterbacks, epic performances. If you had them, I guarantee you're listening right now and giving a big smile on your face because they helped you get to your championship finals. Now, the really interesting one. The running back, Zach. Yep. Not... Every year, you just mentioned Jeff Wilson Jr., right? Well, every year, there's something that just wild goes on. And it happened this year. And, well, yeah, I'm a little disappointed because I got knocked out in my semifinals by one of these players. But first, Justin Jackson. That's right. Pick him up and start him, Justin Jackson. 64 yards on the ground with two touchdowns. But let's add eight receptions for 98 yards. Wow. The number one running back was because Ekelar went on the COVID list. And then if you had Justin Jackson by either waiver wire pickup or you had him backing up Ekelar, number one running back on the year, unbelievable, uh, excuse me, on the week. And then let's go figure, number two, yeah, why not? Rex Burkhead. Here we are again in the semifinals. Wow. Justin Jackson, now Rex Burkhead with 149 rushing yards with two touchdowns to be the number two running back 
And this one is the one that stung me, man. Garcia, let me tell you something. If you could have a puke sound, I'd like to hear it. Because Damian <laughs> Harris, 103 yards and three touchdowns. And let me tell you why I'm so angry. Because Stevenson, who was the split running back there, decides last second due to a non-COVID illness, or maybe it was COVID, it probably was, doesn't play. And then Harris, who was banged up and questionable, comes into the game and grabs three touchdowns for 30 fantasy points, which absolutely crushed me. So Justin Jackson, Rex Burkhead, and Damian Harris are your top three running backs, and that is why fantasy football, ladies and gentlemen, is fantasy football. And you know what I mean. There's a lot of luck involved. If you just randomly had the number one waiver spot and picked up Justin Jackson and started him. Oh, and which, by the way, I did in the Big Scotty League. You know what I'm talking about. I'm in the championship because of it. And I got a few leagues, obviously. We know that. Anyway, let's go to the wide receivers, shall we? If Joe Burrow was throwing 525 yards, somebody had to catch that ball. And yes, Jamar Chase had a great game. But no, it was T. Higgins. Wow. With one of the biggest games of the year. A hot T. Higgins coming in. So a lot of people started him. 12 receptions. 194 yards and two touchdowns, giving you 40 fantasy points. Devontae Adams was number two, doing what he does. 10 receptions, 114 yards and two touchdowns. And then last but not least, Zach, I'm really proud of this one because on our show last week, it was a Thursday night football game, and A.J. Brown was activated. And a lot of the questions were, do I start him or not? That was the question, and we said to every single person, including Danny from Tropical, Yes, you start A.J. Brown. Well, thank God. 11 catches, 145 yards, and one touchdown with a huge game. And I'm going to give a special shout-out to the number four guy, Debo Samuel, because every week, in and out, this guy did it. I have one more player to name for you, and that is the tight end, Mark Andrews. Eight catches, 125 yards, and one touchdown. And I want to make a statement right now. Zach, Garcia, next year when we do our preseason rankings, and if I don't have him in that first echelon, slap me across the face, okay? Slap me across the face because Mark Andrews is better than George Kittle. And Mark Andrews is right now the number one tight end in all of fantasy, and it ain't close, okay? Now, I know Kelsey missed a game, but he was 1A and and 1B with Kelsey all year, and he was good going in, and he did it with three different quarterbacks throwing in the ball. It didn't matter if it was Lamar Jackson. It didn't matter if it was Josh Jackson. It didn't matter who it was. Uh, Huntley, he produced every single game, and especially in the money weeks down the stretch. Epic performances by Mark Andrews, and a huge shout-out to last week, 25 fantasy points, absolute money. Yeah, that was a hell of a week for some of those players right there. And, uh, yeah, like No said, if you were had one or two of those players, you're probably smiling this week. If you went against one or two of those players, you're probably not, especially if it was Jersey Joe Burrow. Somehow, even Joe Mixon had a good game. Like, everyone on the Bengals just blew up, eating and eating. That's right. It was it was ridiculous. It was beast mode for everyone on that offense. And if you somehow picked up one of those guys, or even like No said, Justin Jackson, Rex Burkhead, these are the guys that five years from now you're going to be talking about. Remember that time I won the fantasy championship? 
with Rex Burkhead as my starting running back. Like, like Sony Michelle, like unbelievable right, game, 131 right. yards and a right. touchdown. Rashad Penny, 135 yards and a touchdown. These are the type of players that absolutely balled at the end, and that's why fantasy is a roller coaster. There's highs, there's lows, and there's all in between. But at the very end, I don't care what any of the people at the four-letter station say or at Yahoo or CBS. The truth is you need some luck, all right? That's right. You need some luck or you have some bad luck. And if you went against a Justin Jackson, oh. you must be throwing – uh, look, there's a team in many leagues, that, uh, at least one that I could say, that dominated the season. Dominated. But they went against Justin Jackson last week, and they had Jonathan Taylor, who had a stinker. And then what happens in one week? All that work, all that fire, all that preparation you have all year goes to poop, as I should say, because I'm learning, still a radio pro. Goes That's to right. poop because... Justin Jackson and Rex Burkhead took him down or something like that. So uh, a, a wild week in the semis, an absolute crazy week. And here you are now, hopefully, in the finals, and you just need that right formula. You need that perfect mix. And, hey, the bottom line is you start at 0-0. Zero, zero. You made it to your championship, I hope. And if you're listening and you didn't, well, we thank you for listening. It's been an amazing year. And uh, let's just, as I say, we are going to try to finish strong. This is the week you go to. And as you said, Sunday, what a lineup. There is no Thursday night football. There's no Saturday games. There is 1 o'clock. You got yourself hopefully a little red zone action. And you just let it rip and go all in right now. There's nothing to lose. Go get yourself a ring. That's it. That's all you can do at this point. I want to add something to the text machine as we were just talking in the last segment. If you have any questions, obviously, 305-567-0560. If you won or lost last week, those studs, one of those guys, I want to hear your story, your happy story or your sad story of last week. Uh, I'm going to start off real quickly because it's something I talked about with Nose before the game. I, at halftime of Sunday Night Football, had 118.86 points, and the person I was playing had 120.44. He had Mike Kosicki left, and I had Antonio Gibson and C.D. Lamb, who are at halftime of that blowout game. You want to hear a hard way to lose? How about those two guys basically were sat in the second half? I did not score another point, and he sat Mike Kosicki to put it right in my face that he won and got to the championship this week. That was a bad loss. A lot of people have bad loss stories and good good win stories. But if you got one out there, I'd like to hear that. I know Nose has got one or two for this last weekend. I got too. some bad beats. I don't even <laughs> want to go. I mean, listen, I, I'm listen. We're in Miami. Let me tell you, I needed Waddle to have a not stellar game, and I win my league. But nope, that beautiful call with uh, the reverse to Waddle. And I lose by two fantasy points on that particular play. And listen, that's the way the cookie crumbles. You could be somebody who does research. You could be somebody who is a fantasy pro. You could be on the air. Or you could be a nobody. But the bottom line is, you need some good luck. And I did not have it at the end. But uh-huh. my God, did did Waddle look good? And my God, did the Dolphins have themselves a future with this little offense. So, very exciting times for the South Florida Miami Dolphin fans. Obviously, a very, very big next two weeks. We're all pulling for the Dolphins over the Titans this Got week. It. Right, right. But let me tell you something. If you're in your fantasy championship game and you're a Miami Dolphin fan, I got to say to you 
this is probably the biggest Sunday you have had in a very, very long time with the combination of winning your fantasy league and the Dolphins having this ridiculous run that they're going on. So all I could say is, in a few weeks, everybody, there will be no football. In a few weeks, we're going to be on our couch watching golf and baseball. So please understand that and enjoy this last few weeks. Enjoy the ride because once it's over... It's over for a while, and uh, August is a long time away from now. So, again, appreciate football, appreciate fantasy, and just have a great time with it. Right. Uh, Another one that uh, basically got texted in to my personal text just now was in the other semifinal in my league, like Nose just said, Nose was going against Jalen Waddell. Didn't need a huge night from Waddell. How about the first-place team in my league all year long, Walks into that game with Devontae Parker and Alvin Kamara on his side, up 55 points, and had those two. On the other side was Tua, Waddle, and the Dolphin defense. Let's just put it like this. The first place team lost by 20. 65 points were scored by the Dolphins defense, Jalen Waddle, and Tua in a, in a heartbreaker because we all counted him out already. You're not getting 65 points tonight. And that means that Kamara and Parker would have to have like eight points combined. Parker put up a donut. Kamara had 7.9 points. He lost like that. There are bad oh, yeah. losses and good beats. Ian, two words. Right. Two words. Right. Ian, book. <laughs> that's right. that's right. it. Dolphins right. defense. Just right. that was... That was a perfect storm to have the Dolphins right. defense. And well, I uh, funny, guys... We talked last week about how Ian Book, you know, coming in there. I mean, this, this, this Dolphin defense is going to kill him. And literally, this, the third play of the game, it was just like, well, there it is. It's what over. We said was right. gonna Gar- Garcia, let me tell you something. You would have made that pick six and walked it in. That's how bad that pass was. Yeah. I firmly believe you make that play on that. So, yes, Ian Book, as I was saying to a few buddies, I don't even know if he's good enough to be in the Canadian Football League, let alone a starter in the NFL. But... Hey, that's how the cookie crumbles. We're in crazy times. Uh, the COVID has been, uh, let's just say, it's affected the league. It's affected fantasy. I, again, in that league where I lost by a few fantasy points, I had some monster weeks. But when you have Tyreek Hill, and he just is exhausted, and he right. can't breathe out there because he's, you know, these guys are still getting at least a cold or sick. And, oh, my God, Tyreek Hill... Uh, owners just wish he maybe didn't play in hindsight because it's been really uh, a brutal. Let's say say it's it, it was brutal for their fantasy owners. One point nine fantasy is not going oh. to get the job done. I rather have him no. been on the bench. But right. you know, again, no excuses. It is what it is, and everybody you know had to deal with this stuff throughout the season. So there it is. That's where we're at right now. Three zero five five six seven zero five sixty. We'll get into the next segment. We're gonna have a lot to take care of. We actually have. Like we normally do at the end of each season, we have a little award ceremony going on here at the end of the show today. It's called the Noses. And we got a couple of categories where the Nose is going to give out his award for quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end of the year, and the most valuable Nose of the year. That's coming up later on in the show. We have yes or no's to come up, observations about what's going on this week, the tight end pick of the week, and the Nose pick of the week, which means we have a lot to cover in 35 minutes here left on this program. Let's take a break. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. That's the Nose. I am Zach. We're back right after this break. 
Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here, segment number two for Zach and the Nose as we get you prepared for the championships, as we get you prepared for the consulate, wherever you are right now. If you're still alive in fantasy football right now and you're not sitting on the bench, as I like to say, like most are, then good for you if you made it this far. But if you're in the money week right now, that's all that matters. 305-567-0560. Let me read a couple text messages real quick before we get to Yes or No's, the award-winning segment that we, uh, we birthed this year at some point. Uh, let's see. I just lost James Robinson last week. Rojo, Mooney, or Hubbard in the flex spot. P.S. Kyler Murray is killing me. That's not the first time this guy's texted in with Kyler Murray is killing me. Yes, Kyler Murray, excuse me, Kyler Murray is killing a lot of people right now. But, you know, I give him a little break. He lost his wide receiver one. Uh, he's running a bit less, trying to keep his legs fresh, maybe for a playoff run. But overall, Kyler Murray started out so hot, like Hansel. So, so hot. And he really uh, has come quite a bit down. So, look, he's killing you, but you got to start him. That's one of those kind of things. So if you're still asking a question like you just did, then, uh, yeah, uh, you're still alive. So let's give Kyler Murray one more chance, I suppose. But, yes, if you lost James Robinson, sorry for Liz and Jimmy, you're asking for Rojo, Mooney, or Chubba Hubba in the flex spot. And your answer is Rojo over Mooney or Hubbard. Rojo had himself a touchdown. He had the volume last week. Not the best performance in the world. But if you didn't notice, they are playing at the New York Jets this week. So it's the perfect matchup for Rojo. It's a no-brainer for me. Thank you for texting in the show. I hope you win your championship. Rojo in over Jimmy Robinson, obviously, who is out due to injury. All right, here we go. Hey, I just wanted to say love the show and appreciate the support this season, sir or ma'am. We appreciate the support back from you more than you do from us, we believe. Lost in my semis by less than two. Oh, that hurts. I'm with you right there. Went into Monday Night Football needing 71. Got 69 from the Finns defense, Waddle and Gronk Secchi. Still waiting for a stat correction on Baker's pick. Laugh out loud. That's from Lenny. Yeah, Lenny's listen. the best. I'm still waiting for a stat correction somehow for the Chargers defense. I got minus three points. If they just had zero, I win. But they get negative three. So I've been waiting for that stat correction too. But that's amazing, right? How about that? How about going into Monday Night Football knows needing 71, having Finn's defense, Waddle Gesicki, and basically thinking at that point, dude, it's over. I'm not getting 71 and getting 69 out of 71. Ouch. And what he didn't say, because he's a, a true gentleman, is that he asked me, whether he should start Schultz or Gasecki. And I believed on the Monday night against that banged-up defense that the better talent was Gronkowski, and it was Schultz who had the better game, and that's the difference that's right. of him going to the championship or not. So, Lenny, that is my bad, and I appreciate all your support through the uh, season, and I look forward to uh, working with you in next year, and we'll get back into those finals. I hope you get yourself a third place of money and uh, what a comeback, Bo. And I know you're oh. one of the bigger Dolphin fans out there, right. so I know you're all right. I know you're all right because you're going for the gusto. You're going for the playoffs. So uh, right. until next year, my friend. That's it. That's all you got to worry about now. 305-567-0560. Garcia, let's do yes or no's here 
Uh, get the music ready for that as we do this here, the award-winning segment that we uh, birthed into effect earlier this season. That's been a highlight of the show uh, ever since because we get to put the nose right to the right on the flame, man, right on the fire. Doesn't know what's coming at him. Can't see the text machine. Can't see the questions. They just fire at him. So let's hit it. Let's get the music for yes or no's. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the championship edition of Yes or No's. I will ask the No's nine fantasy football questions and one life question at the end. And uh, he'll hopefully answer these the way that he should. And he always does every single week. Gives you the best answers you can get. Let's start it. Cordell Patterson could be a complete bust this week against the Buffalo Bills. Yes or No's? Nose. I am going nose. I believe that Cordell Patterson. Let me tell you something. Buffalo can't stop the run. Okay, Look, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Damon Harris again, who got three touchdowns against me last week. Okay, no. Cordell Patterson got you to your championship. Okay, what a season by him. If you were to ask me the one player or one of the top players that got you and now we're going to be doing a segment later and he's not going to be the winner but Cordell Patterson is one of the comeback players of the year he came out of nowhere he was drafted in gosh rounds 15 through 20 he was even picked up and he had one of the most solid years and I expect him to run the ball plenty and have a great game against Buffalo so keep Patterson in your lineup all right question number two scary Terry is on my bench this week Go against the Eagles. Darius Slay going to eat him up. Yes or no? Yes, that's a great call because let me tell you something. Scary Terry had exactly zero fantasy points when the Heineken was playing quarterback. Right. He gets hurt. Kyle Allen comes in, and then all of a sudden, Scary Terry looks good again. Let me be very clear. Big fan of Scary Terry. We'll hopefully get a quarterback that can get him the ball next year. But this is a tough matchup. And I don't trust him. I'd leave him on your bench if you have a player that you believe has better upside than him. Do not like him this week. Adam Thielen is out this week. K.J. Osborne is a must-start this week for the Vikings and for my fantasy team. Yes or no's? No's. He is not what we call a must-start. He is what we call a big boom or bust player. That is what he is. He's nothing more, nothing less. He needs to have a touchdown to have fantasy value. Look, it's a huge risk right now, but if you need to take it, because we're in crazy times, I understand, but knows I do not like him in my lineup in the championship week. It's not a bet that I want to be taking right now. All right, question number four. With the hyphen banged up, Daryl Williams, a very good sneaky start in the championship this week. Yes or no's? Yes. Big time yes. Phenomenal yes. Let me tell you something. That offense is clicking. We could talk about what they've done if you wanted to wait for an observation, but everybody knows what's going on. The bottom line is that they've had highs and lows. People were calling out Kansas City's offense, but if you saw last week, they didn't need Tyreek Hill, and they didn't need Travis Kelsey to have a huge week. At Cincinnati, Darrell Williams is going to have a great game. Get him in your lineup. No-brainer to me. All right, question number five. Unless you absolutely absolutely need to, 
Stay away from Tua and Tannehill this weekend in Championship Weekend. Yes, yeah, stay away from them. We don't need to start them, neither of them. Just enjoy the purity of the game. Ryan Tannehill has a brutal matchup against what we are now calling an elite Brian Flores defense, okay? And quite awesome, you know, quite honestly, Tua playing great, controlled offense, not the fantasy stat guy this year. We'll see next year. But no, keep away from both of these quarterbacks at all costs if you can. As you can see through five questions, a lot of these are about replacement guys, and we keep it going. Boston Scott is a good replacement for Miles Sanders this weekend for my championship. Yes or no's? That is a yes. I do like this as a pickup. Hopefully he'll score the touchdowns. Last week he did. Jordan Howard is there, but Boston Scott is the guy. This is the type of player that helps win fantasy leagues in the semis, in the finals because of injuries, COVID, whatever. I like Boston Scott. Give him a whirl. No question about it for me. At Washington, it's a good start. Right. Boston Scott could be that guy four years from now that Nose brings up as his new Jeff Wilson. You never know. It could be. Never know. Question number seven. I'm definitely going to butcher this guy's name, but we'll try our best. Amon Ra St. Brown the first is a must start for my championship this week. Holy moly. Yes or no? This is a emphatic yes. If you have St. Brown, you are starting him. Can I be any more clear, Zachariah? No, you cannot. Thank you. You got it. It's in there. I figured it's that done. would be the response, right? It's a hard yes. Yep. Unbelievable the numbers he's putting up the last couple weeks. Unbelievable. All right, tight ends here. Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox are top five tight ends this week. Championship edition. Yes or no's? Yes, absolutely. Dawson Knox gets those goal line, uh, excuse me, those red zone looks. Scored a touchdown last week. Has the hottest quarterback in the league. And who's the other one you threw at me? Oh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz. The double deuce, the roadhouse, coming off a real big game. Look, the tight end position outside of those top three or four guys is a bit of a crapshoot. These are not top three or four guys that we're going to be recommending next year, but they will be top seven guys, and Schultz is a definite good start at home against Arizona. So both those guys should be in your starting lineup unless you have one of those top dogs. All right, last fantasy question before we get to the life question for the nose. And I think he answered if you were listening earlier in the show. Jersey Joe Burrow have put himself in the conversation for top five fantasy quarterback going into 2022. Yes or no's? I'm going to go. It's close because it's in that range. But I'm going to go yes. Yeah. Because, look, as long as they have T. Higgins and they have Jamar Chase, and then they have that running game, and they have that offensive line that's got a lot better this year, which was shocking because it was a pretty brutal last year. And if they add to that offensive line, Joe Burrow is a gunslinger, right? He reminds me of a Matthew Stafford coming out of Georgia with Megatron, and his Megatron is Jamar Chase, right? And or Higgins. Like, what a, what a really well-balanced setup that team has young team going into the future so yes joe burrow has a opportunity of being a top five quarterback next year all right those are the fantasy questions for yes or no's time for the life question for yes or no's every week i try to do it with something that's going on in the world and since we're a day away from new year's eve let's get a little new year's eve action in here nose on new year's eve party all night or you're in bed by 1201 
Oh my god, partying all night for me is going to 12.01. I am going to drink. I am going to do some fun things. I'm going to enjoy the night, but I'm the 12.01 guy then now, right now. 12 o'clock, I'm hosting a few people, and you are out of my house, okay? 12 o'clock hits, you kiss the wife. If the kids are still up, you give them a hug, you tell them to go to bed, and I am done. Now, I'm a 42-year-old man. That was not always the case, okay? That was not always the case. Yeah, I know. That's okay. But let me tell you, I'm going to eat well. I'm going to drink well. I'll be all right. I'll stay up. I'm not going to, you know, be the guy snoozing on the on the couch. But at around 12.01, 12.02, it's time to go. I also, people don't know, I have a 12-hour drive the next day myself from North Carolina all the way down to Broward County. So right. get out of my house. All right, next part of this, and I, you might have just answered it. Restaurant, club, bar, or home for New Year's Eve? Home. Oh, my God. There is no worse service than a restaurant on no. New Year's Eve. Right. Your waiters are absolutely coked out of their minds, and they just are not very good at their jobs at that point. They don't want to be there. It's bad service. It's not the place to be. Stay home, ladies and gentlemen. Stay off the roads and enjoy yourself. There's a lot of troublemakers out there, if you would. All right, Part C and Part D, and we'll be done with this. Oh, my the God. Food, the food selection for New Year's Eve, since you're doing it at your house, you're not going out. Surf and turf. Smoked barbecue or baby back ribs, Dungeness crabs or stone crabs. You can only pick one. What do you want? Oh, if, I'm, if I have one choice, that's stone crabs all day and twice on Sunday. But I'm not in Miami right now. As I said, I'm on a, a little family vacation right now, broadcasting out of a small closet on top of a mountain. And they have some of the finest barbecue here. 12 Bones is going to be delivered, or I'm picking that up tomorrow. So we are going with the, the rib, uh, excuse me, the ribs as you had mentioned, but if on a normal Miami 305 or 954, 561 type of uh, New Year's, you give me those stone crabs all day and I go to town on them. Yeah, that part of the question, no wrong answer. So well done by you. There was wow. no wrong answer. First time all year. Well, I did it. First, you did it. It was well done. Stone crabs will be in my house for my wife as the ribs will be for me on New Year's Eve. And the last one, most important one. Maybe all year, most important question I ask the nose. Have you ever really followed through on New Year's resolutions? Yes or no's? No's. Never. <laughs> Ever. I love everybody has a cute first two weeks, right? That's right. I'm going right. to change my ways, whether it's dieting or exercise, and then all of a sudden, life comes back, and everybody goes back to the routines. So no, 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 no New Year's resolutions for me. Nobody holds up I, to New Year's resolutions. Yeah, it's no, a tough no. one. It's a tough. It, that was an easy. There was a, there's the only right answer on that was no's. No, there's no's. Not gonna happen, right? No. All right, that was the yes or no's New Year's Eve champion. Well, New Year's Eve Eve championship edition that we do here every single week. We'll take a break. We'll wrap things up. We have a lot to do in this last segment. A lot, including the noses, the tight end pick of the week. The nose pick of the week, your text messages, and if there's any other time, we'll do some observations. This is Zach in the Nose, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We wrap things up right after this. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. 
All right, back here to wrap things up. Zach and the Nose final segment. Shout out, by the way, to the Panther broadcast crew. Well, I just heard Manny Chang in the background talking about the Nose won him a couple fantasy football championships. Lightning and Panthers coming up at 7 right after us tonight. Manny Chang, super producer. Billy Lindsay, Doug Plagans, the whole crew out there in uh, at the FLA Live Arena in Sunrise. Lightning and Panthers coming up right after us tonight. That's why we're abbreviated for a one-hour show tonight because of the Panthers. All right, let's get right to it. We have a couple things left to go here in the show. Any last-minute text messages, get them in, 305-567-0560. We have the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up here in just a minute. But like we like to do here at the end of each season is have a little award ceremony. we got five awards we want to give out tonight. Quarterback of the year, running back of the year, wide receiver of the year, tight end of the year, and most valuable nose of the year, which is the MVP. We just like to call it the most valuable nose. So that music's on. Let's get right to it. Let's start with our first category. The quarterback of the year for 2021. Knows? Who is it? Well, sophomore slumps are supposed to happen to quarterbacks, but not this guy. At the end of the year, Justin Herbert, quarterback of the year, finished second overall in all of fantasy. Four 1,394 yards, 33 touchdowns, but you add 300 yards on the ground with another three touchdowns. Justin Herbert has basically said, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you got Josh Allen, you got Patrick Mahomes, you mentioned Joe Burrow, you're going to add me now. He will be a top five fantasy quarterback next year because what's going to happen? He's only going to get better, and he finished as the number two overall quarterback about 19 points behind Josh Allen so the quarterback of the year is Justin Herbert oh it's very hard to say that but we will give him the award because he did have an incredible season let's move it right along let's get to running back of the year the 2021 running back of the year who gets the nose award is Uh, it's a no-brainer this guy had about 100 more points than the second-place player. And that's Jonathan Taylor. There's nobody else. And let me just make a very quick statement here. I know we have very limited time, and we're not going to maybe get into it. But there is a no-doubt, no-brainer, number one overall player next year. And that's Jonathan Taylor. Okay, Christian McCaffrey, step aside. Okay, Jonathan Taylor, let's go over it. 1,626 yards with 17 touchdowns along with 36 receptions, 336 receiving yards, and two touchdowns, around 375 fantasy points, where the second player, Austin Eckler, had about 275. So there is only one player we can make the running back of the year, and that was the GOAT of this year, 2021, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, he was so, so good this year. If you had him on your team, you're probably well alive this weekend. All right, let's move it right along to our third award of this evening, the Wide Receiver of the Year. The nose for Wide Receiver of the Year goes to... I was between two players because one's the obvious one, okay? And I'm not going to give it to him because he doesn't need the accolade. He was so good, but he'll get the shout-out. Cooper Cup 
had the year of a lifetime, 132 yards, 1,734 uh, yards, excuse me, 132 receptions, 1,734 yards, and 14 touchdowns. But I'm not going to give him the award because Debo Samuel deserves the award. What a year because of where he was drafted, okay? He was drafted between rounds 8 and 12, 1,247 yards on 70 receptions in the air. But the crazy part, 44 rushing attempts for 300 yards, a total of 12 touchdowns, by far the number two overall wide receiver behind Cooper Cup, who of course is the best. But Debo Samuel deserves the respect and wins the nose wide receiver of the year. Awesome pick there. That was a great choice. Cooper Cup obviously could have gotten that award, but Debo Samuel, great pick there. All right, let's move to our fourth award of the evening the tight end of the year. This might not be as easy as choice as people think out there, but the nose for tight end of the year goes to... It's a no-brainer for me, Zach. We mentioned him earlier on the show. Mark Andrews with an epic season, okay? And especially in the money le- in the money weeks, in the playoff time, he came to play with some of the biggest performances of the year. 93 receptions, 1,187 yards, and nine touchdowns. The most out of any tight end, uh, along with actually Dawson Knox, who had nine grabs as well. That is about 230 fantasy points, where the only person behind him that was relatively close was Travis Kelsey, who did miss last week's game. So he was probably 1A and 1B with Mark Andrews. But Mark Andrews did it with Josh Jackson as his quarterback. He did it with Huntley as his quarterback and Lamar Jackson. So with all the changing landscape at the quarterback position, he was steady Eddie and a no-brainer tight end pick of the year. All right, normally at the end of award ceremonies, we get to the big award, and here it is right here. We we don't like to call it the most valuable player. We don't like to call it the most outstanding player. We call this the most valuable nose of the year. And could be one of the guys that we just picked right now or someone absolutely new. That's why we wait for nose to give us the answer. The nose for most valuable nose of the year goes to... It is my honor... It is my pleasure, it is my everything to say this out loud, that the nose pick of the year wins the nose MVP of the year. Garcia, hit it. That's right. The nose pick of the year. 2,930 yards in the air with 16 touchdowns. But ladies and gentlemen, it's the 740 rushing yards, 100 more than any other quarterback, and the 10, I'm going to repeat that, the 10 rushing touchdowns, which was six more than Josh Allen, who was in second place in that category. Excuse me, Murray had five, but he doubled up Kyler Murray with 10 rushing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, a top five overall quarterback in many leagues, the nose pick of the year, the player I said you have to draft, you take your running backs, you take your wide receivers, you take your tight end, you even take backups, and then you take Jalen Hurts, and here we are. Garcia, one more time for the season, the nose pick of the year, Jalen Hurts. So 
I didn't um, very, think you'd yeah. be able to top Aaron Jones from a couple years ago as the nose pick of the year, but you did it. I did Jaylen it. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, did it. we did it. Did and it. I hope yeah. right now that you are in your finals and Jalen Hurts is your quarterback, and I hope it all worked out for you. But in overall, to have a quarterback put up about 3,000 yards and 16 touchdowns in the air and then add 740 yards on the ground and 10 repeat 10 touchdowns what an epic season and i cannot wait i'm already foaming at the mouth to get you the 2022 nose pick of the year but so far uh what a successful year we had in terms of giving some solid advice and this was my treasure jalen hurts and that eagles offense fly eagles fly they look so good trying to make that last push for the playoffs it's been a hell of a year for Hertz and the Eagles. All right, Nose, we got two minutes and change left. You got to give me the tight end pick of the week and the Nose pick of the week. Get to it. We got Panthers hockey coming up right after us. You got it. It's actually going to be simple. It's the same game. Detroit at Seattle. The tight end pick of the week, Gerald Everett. That's right. Russell Wilson's going to hit Gerald Everett. For at least 65 yards of a touchdown. So, if he's on your team and you're deciding between a few guys that you're not so sure of, Gerald Everett is the tight end pick of the week. And finally, we just Hit mentioned... the music, him. Garcia. Let's get it. Let's go. This is it. You mentioned him earlier. The championship week. Nose pick of the week. And it's a Detroit Lion. That's right. Amon St. Brown. Yes, Amon St. Brown, who's had identical games in the last two weeks. Eight or nine catches, 90 yards, and one touchdown. That is right. That is each in the last two weeks, and he did it with different quarterbacks. So I don't care if it's Goff. I don't care if it's Broyles. Amon St. Brown is a PPR star, and Seattle's secondary is terrible. Get Amon St. Brown in your lineups, DFS, regular league, and win it. Win it all with a St. Brown nose pick of the week. Didn't see that one coming. And folks, I want to thank you all for listening to us and supporting us all season long. Danny Garcia, amazing job all year as our super producer here. We really appreciate that. Wouldn't have the show without the nose himself. Special shout out to Spencer the Nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose N O S E. And for me, I had a blast doing this, and I can't wait to do it again next year. Have a great, great championship week. I hope you all get the money this week as well. We have Panthers hockey coming up next. Listen to Doug Plagans, Billy Lindsay, and Super Producer Manny Chang. That'll do it for us. Tropical Chevrolet, we love you. Ari, Erica, and Danny, the GM there. Without you, we wouldn't be here. And without you supporting us, as always, we obviously wouldn't be here as well. Have a great offseason. We'll talk to you soon. This is Zach and the No. Merry New Year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 